Well, hello again, everybody out there in podcast radio land throughout the universe and everything else that is still left intact. Let's hope and pray for everything else that is going on out there. Despite the fact of everybody on planet Earth pretty much learning what we now call quarantine, social distancing, all these other different kinds of things with the coronavirus and it's seriousness don't get us wrong and all that stuff we are still kicking along here with the backwards fools in the fool's forest at the base of ignorant ridge uh between here and vicodin valley and everywhere else kind of in between the original fool is still here papa fool are you still here with us i'm still here we are observing the less than 10 gathering rule we are we are but we are doing the less than 10 well well take that back we are less than 10 gathering rule we're observing that we're, we're closer in six feet. We're probably but, but, pretty but we're close. Okay. We're we're probably both I won't of us. On you. Both of us are pretty tall, so we're we're not within arm's yeah. reach of each other. So the, that the could one thing I will say though, it's been raining where we are for like a year. Yeah, it's so been a long not, time. We're dealing with a coronavirus, but I think the more likely thing for us to happen is we'll start growing mold all over yeah. us. Yeah, I mean we the fool's <laughs> forest is stuck in a place where if you didn't know any better, it would back like the monsoon season in Vietnam or somewhere in South Southeastern Asia where we're just getting rained on. And one of the things we're just now hearing in the Fool's Force is we got some thunder and stuff that's coming yeah. rolling in here. So you may hear some of that in the background. Hey, it is what it is. We're still uh, kicking along with this. So probably add some interesting stuff to the stories and things for this week. So what we got going on this week here in the Fool's Forest with the Backwards Fools, uh, we wanted to kind of update just a couple of our misgivings and blessings and things that we went through uh, with free agency because the only sports game that is in town, all right, after all this stuff literally within a matter of seven days has been canceled, is NFL free agency. So we wanted to update that. Uh, Then we wanted to talk about since everything is canceled, there is still some sports finger quotes for those of you guys that can't see us which is everybody uh quote unquote sports and something called the esports and then one of the things that it's been quoted with the ncaa uh, which is kind of preposterous and then just looking at what we consider our best uh property and land inside of a theme park any theme park anywhere but as you guys know if you've listened to us the last six or seven episodes a little bit of a hint it's probably going to be a Disney area as far as the best land and area of a theme park I, overall. I would say I have one possible exception to that, but yes. Yeah. So we'll see where it kind of lands with everything. But the first thing we wanted to kind of get to today uh, was free agency updates, hits, misses, that kind of stuff. So probably the biggest hit, and Papa Fool noted me to this because I just playing forgot a lot of things going on, obviously, in the world. Uh, that I, the original full hit on, Papa Full did not, uh, was Tom Brady no longer in New England. Now, I'm batting 500. Uh, I said Tom Brady wouldn't be in New England. I was right on that. Yeah. The original full was. I went back and reviewed what we did earlier this week when we had that episode. I said he was going to Los Angeles. Um, not quite as humid in Los Angeles as it is where he ended up going right now. The, the deal... The deal was confirmed today with the signing of Tom Brady at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, for all those different kinds of things. And, so, and talk about something that's going to generate TV ratings. The first thing somebody wrote, and I hadn't thought about this, 
was that Breeze and Brady will face each other twice a year. And, and it, we know it's going to be this way for at least one year. So yes. you, you can bet your bottom dollar that whenever those games are played, they will be the games of the week in some form or fashion, be it Sunday night football or the game of the week on Sunday yeah. or Sunday night football. That will be the showcase game. Yeah, and ticket sales have almost doubled for the Bucks already. Um, the Super Bowl supposedly next year is going to be played at Tampa Bay Stadium, uh, Raymond James Stadium, I should say, the Bucks Stadium. So there's another thing as far as that. So and all the odds have flipped. That's the other yeah. funny thing. If you Which, look at Vegas, yeah, that Tampa Bay now has a better chance to win the Super Bowl than the Patriots. Which we'll get into a discussion. Which is. Crazy, Which we'll get into a discussion as well. Some people have already called the Patriots dead just because of Tom Brady leaving. That's a topic for discussion on a later episode, uh, whether or not one player can affect that much or is it the coach or all that other stuff. Uh, the other stuff, you know, we kind of hit and missed on. You know, Teddy Bridgewater, we said, wouldn't be with the New Orleans Saints. We kind of somewhat agreed, disagreed with Teddy Bridgewater being in Jacksonville. Uh, that did not pan out. Nope. Teddy Bridgewater went to Carolina ticked off Cam Newton something fierce when they pretty much forced him out with saying he's willing to be traded and he said I didn't want to leave. Yeah, I and didn't all do this. Don't let anybody tell you any different. And that's the truth. I mean Cam didn't want to leave, but hey it's business. It is what it is. Uh for everything else kind of in between. And then uh we said Marcus Mariota uh would probably end up going to the Panthers. This one came out of left field in my opinion. Uh he ended up going to the Raiders for with Vegas. Um, I don't know if that makes all the sense in the world, but uh, he could. I, 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 you know, I'm afraid he'll end up. Well, at this point, he's obviously going to hold a clipboard. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I don't see him. He's not the guaranteed starter in any way, right. shape, or form for Tom, for John Gruden. Uh, the next one, Philip Rivers. I said, you know, we said he would end up going to Miami. I thought that made all the sense. Miami is still set with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, the Harvard beard wonder that he is, um, he's still there, and they haven't made any moves with the quarterback. Maybe well, they're going to draft you know, somebody. What, what's interesting about that is Fitz. I love Fitz. Fitz is, is proven to be more he's, he's than a adequate, great. He's but, a great character and a great person. First of all, but, but but what's interesting about both him and Rivers is they tend to throw interceptions. Not that there's ever a good time to throw an interception. But yeah. they seem to throw interceptions at very, very inopportune times. And that's where the Indianapolis Colts picked up Phillip Rivers uh, this week as far as quarterback, free agency, and everything else. Um, Jameis Winston is still with Tampa right now. We'll see if that happens. A uh, lot of speculation. Jameis or Jamiz or Jameis. Jameis. Um, I don't see from a – They're not going to keep it. I don't. No. He's not going to be at Tampa. No. Uh, a lot of people have pointed out Pittsburgh – May be a landing spot for him to again hold a clipboard because Big Ben is going to be back this year. Well, here the X factor in all this that we don't really know about somebody's going to get hurt and, somewhere, and and, and some yeah. and and either Cam or, or or Winston, they're going to end up being able to step in where somebody gets hurt. Now the other one that's intrigued me was Case Keenum. Going to Chicago, then Nick Foles. You mean Nick Foles or Case? The guy from? Are you talking about the guy from Jacksonville? Well, now, now Keenum, where Keenum ended up, Keenum ended up at, at Chicago, did he not? After the free agency stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but so did Nick Foles. Right. 
So they both got, they both ended up going to Chicago. And, and Trubisky, to me, is one of those that I think eventually will be a good quarterback. Well, we'll see what kind of happens with Trubisky. Uh, I think, you know, Jacksonville didn't pick up anybody. They dropped, not dropped, they moved Nick Foles and his bad shoulder and stuff uh, up to Chicago and those kind of things. So that's kind of where it all played out from a quarterback perspective. I think uh, since it's the only game in town, we may have a couple of weeks where we just break down positions and things that happen, best steals and losses. Well, those are just kind of some hits and misses. Uh, and one had. of the things I did I did find interesting in terminology that that has kind of changed and and uh, old terminology going by the wayside and new terminology, edge, yeah. edge position. Yeah. yeah, it used to be an end. Uh, oh, there's a difference end. now. There's a difference. Different, yeah. And and now you don't even see anybody being called a defensive end anymore. They're edge. Well, there is that. Well, there is a difference. Oh, I know. There's, there's an edge rusher. So. There's an edge rusher, linebacker type guy, and then there's a defensive end, right. which is really weird if you've been around football long enough. But it's just one of the natures of the game. So that was just kind of our hit on um, free agency. A couple things we hit and missed on quarterbacks. Um, and, again, that's just kind of going with that. So, one of the games that call it a game, some people call it a sport, that is in town at, that is still playing despite everything that's going on in the world and the craziness uh, is this new stuff that's called eSports. All right? You can call it electronic sports or whatever you want. eSports is the easiest thing. And if you guys don't know what eSports are, you know, the original fool here, it's basically glorified video games. Now, to be specific, it's more computer games and stuff. I know Papa Fool probably researched all this and has seen it for the first time the last couple of weeks when we've been <laughs> kind of talking about this on the side. Um, this is one of those things that the original Fool here has been watching probably for about two years. Um, it, it, it is a growing league. It is a growing thing. Now, do I call it a sport? Um, you probably could equate it... Oh, man. Uh, as a sport, as much as some people would joke, golf is a sport. Pool. It's more of, or pool. Those are more games that some yeah. people would call that a sport. Skill is involved. Skill is involved, definitely with hand-eye coordination yeah. and things like that, without a doubt. But is it as strenuous as physically inducing? No, absolutely not. So if you don't know what we're talking about, basically what happens in a nutshell, guys, with eSports is you literally get groups of probably, well, it just depends. They have multiple yeah. games. The biggest league that is out there right now is called the Overwatch League. This is where they get teams of about five to six people together, and they play online interactive games. Uh, for my generation, you would think kind of like uh, Halo or other things and stuff like that. If you're thinking, you know, the original Fool and then Papa Fool's generation, you got Mario Kart, that kind of stuff, where everybody comes together to play a video game, uh, all that kind of thing. But they're playing in teams, and you play all kind of different leagues. There's all kinds of stuff. Overwatch League basically deals with kind of like, you know, military strategy games, Call of Duty, that kind of stuff that's out there uh, for them to go in and play back and forth. Now, here's the thing with esports. Is it going to be vastly popular? If you didn't know this, they usually end their season in San Diego, California, uh, about – March about this time of year, and they get they filled up 30,000 seat stadiums for people to go and watch these two teams of five to six people literally sit in front of a computer and put it on a giant screen and watch that. I don't get 
paying money to go watch this. Could you watch it on a stream or something? I get that more than going to a arena to sit, and I guess it's the whole thing of, hey, you're watching with a group of people just like you do anything else. The biggest thing to me about about this, after watching a little of it, and I've kind of not, not had my finger on the pulse of the video world for all this time, but, but familiar enough with it to know what's happened and not surprised that there's a huge interest in this and there's huge money in it. Well, that's the next thing uh, I get to. Because of, of what it costs to, to, to buy games, download games, but be members of these things. It's just like buying movies and, 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 and music. Uh, but to me, to try to watch what's going on <laughs> as a novice, as somebody, I mean, to try to figure out what's happening and, and then to listen to the commentators, Try it happens so fast. There, it is confusing. Now, now, don't well, get me wrong. I'm sure if you understand the game they're playing, it's exciting for you. But, but to just sit down yeah, and and watch. even have a basic understanding of video uh, games, games, which which I consider that I do, to watch it, it's, it's just, crazy. It's, it blows it your is mind. crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. But I can understand the popularity, and that's the thing too, where. You know, if you're coming in fresh from another country and you're watching North American football with the pads and everything, there's a lot of moving pieces and a lot of parts that it's it's hard to understand. But at that time, with football and a lot of our sports, there is a break or a downtime before the action happens. If you watch these leagues, there's no break in action on the screen. Well, and, and you're hitting on something else, too, that I hadn't really thought about. There's no cultural divide on any of this. No, it, it doesn't There's no matter. There's no language barrier. None. They're, they're people all over the world are playing these same games. Yes. So from a popularity standpoint, you're not having to overcome a you lot are, of that. You are taking basically the popularity, and it's not getting to that point yet, but you're taking the worldwide popularity of something like FUTBOL, football, right. and soccer, which is worldwide, and putting it into a digital platform. Now, again, it hasn't grown to that popularity yet. It is growing um, with this thing called the Overwatch League that Papa Full mentioned, the money that's in this. If you guys didn't know this, Overwatch League is a a league made up of about, it used to be eight. It's now, I think, 12 or 16, i got to look, of franchises where they literally have towns that they house these people with houses that they train at, if you're wondering who owns this, Robert Kraft, the guy who owns the New England Patriots, owns the Boston franchise for this. There are other sports owners that have already I bought think Mark into Cuban's this. Involved Cuban in this is too. involved in one in Texas. I can't, like I said, and that makes perfect sense that he would be. Yeah, I mean, and these people literally have billions of dollars, and they're investing millions, and they are starting to get their money in a lot of ways. So the reason why I wanted to look at this is there was one of the things that somebody brought up. And I'll be honest, I've seen it. There are esports leagues in other states at high school levels now. Uh, there are esport levels of different degrees and stuff. Colleges are starting to look at this to give scholarships. And this brought up a topic of conversation where Mark Emmert and his wonderful leaders at NCAA in Indianapolis basically thought, and he was quoted as saying at one point, and somebody asked him, could esports eventually be monitored and controlled by NCAA? And he said that esports would be too violent for the NCAA to monitor and control. <laughs> when I first read that, and this was a story that came out this past January into February, I said, 
Are you kidding me? Esports is too violent of a situation for the NCAA to oversee. You have levels of depravity and things that have happened. Now, granted, they're not a part of the game, but they've been a part of culture and stuff in the NCAA where other things that don't happen in video games happen in real life. You've had other things that have come about in the NCAA that it's happened on their watch. Well, and this is too violent. People playing video games that are over the age of 18. They're over the age of 18. Oh, yes, kids watch it and you glorify it and all this other stuff. How hard is it? And this is something you go back and it's something that everybody has said. It's not real hard, but maybe it is. I guess maybe we're just crazy. This is why we're called backwards fools. How hard is it to sit down and grab a child and look at him and say, look, what you see is fiction. Don't do what you see on television. It's the same thing with football. You're not telling somebody to walk down the side of a street and tackle them for no good reason in the middle of the road. Well, to me, without even going into the part that you're talking about, which is which is something that, that's an argument, but I think more what he's concerned about, it, it's always about money. Oh, yeah. But but the thing here is he's worried about how this can take away people interested in NCAA sports. He's more worried that this is going to pull people away from viewership and stuff like that. And they've already gotten burned. Let's face it, they've already gotten burned about the likeness thing on oh, video yeah. games. They're, 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 that's done. Uh, it's yeah. done, but they got burned big time. Yeah. And so he's gun they're shy. They're losing that. They're losing. He's gun shy. He's trying to think. Yeah, the best thing to do here is say, hey, more power to them. Let them go do that. We've got a great product. We know we have a great product. Let's worry about our product and don't worry about somebody else. But that's my thing, too, though. You're, you're kind of looking at it on both sides as if, if there's one thing to sit here and say it's too violent and everything else, but if you're worried about your product and your business, this is where, again, he falls short. This is a business that is growing. Instead of bashing it, accept it and embrace it. Yes. I mean, there are schools like Stanford and other Ivy Leagues, and I know that's a different situation than other things compared to public schools, where they are offering scholarships. And this is where, and it drives you crazy, especially people that are teachers and parents, what are you going to do when you're able to play video games? That's what people always said. Where's that going to lead you in life? Well, guess what? If you're good enough at video games, I mean, heck, there was a, a esports tournament this year where a 16 year old kid won over a million dollars for a tournament. If you're Mark Emmett in the NCAA, why do you sit here and badmouth it instead of saying, yes, well, we'll accept it and make it underneath the NCAA hat? And you and I know someone that that is a, a software engineer who is also yeah. a. One of the best Mario Kart 64 players of in the time. world. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, but but you have that innate ability to do that sort of thing. It can lead you to other career paths that that uh, you can make lots of money. So yeah, and I and I just think, like I said, at the end of the day, I think that was beyond ridiculous to sit here and say it's too violent. You are closing yourself off. I think I think you and I are on the same page here. He should find a way somehow to embrace it or at least acknowledge that it's, hey, it's fine to let them do that. Well, I mean, heck, and let's look at the situation we're in right now. If you're in a situation where everything gets shut down and you have to social distance, if they had in, this under the NCAA, you know, umbrella, yeah. 
they would be making a killing because all you got to do is promote this and yeah. say, look, let's just watch all yeah. this online gaming. I mean, you don't have to play just shoot 'em up games. They have well, racing games. They have Madden. Madden NFL football is one of these yeah. things that this Overwatch League is starting to get into. You could literally promote a digital video game and well, say, just watch it. Buying through stream. All you got to know in a nutshell about this sort of thing is that if Disney has a channel dedicated to it, that ought to tell you everything you need to know about Absolutely. popularity. Yeah, that's without a doubt. So, hey, if you hear a. Uh, if you hear some Something, noise and things like that. It's more of our weekly, daily, 15-minute rain, rain that we get. That we get. But like I said, we're okay here in the Fool's Forest. Nothing really dangerous happening as far as that. If you hear some background noise and stuff, if it becomes an issue, we'll let you know, <laughs> but it's not yet. So kind of talking about Disney and transitioning into the last thing we want to look at uh, this week is just the top three best parts or any kind of land or areas uh, in a theme park. So if you didn't know this, one thing that uh, came about decades ago that Disney is renowned for was what they called the circle and the spoke uh, idea or however you want to call it, you know, the wheel or whatever. Compass. The compass. There, there's all kinds of names for it. It's basically the idea of you have a center hub where everybody comes into a park and then you have little spokes that lead off into different lands. So what we wanted to talk about today was our top three lands or places or areas in a theme park. Not hotels, actual like subsections of a theme park uh, that we think are the best in our opinion for everything else. So we want to do top three of that. Uh, my number three, starting off with this stuff uh, for everything else that kind of goes into it. My number three land of all theme parks and everything else um and i know some people like it some people don't again my opinion not yours uh i'm going with the world showcase number three land is the world showcase at epcot uh for that one i would consider that as my number three and and again if you haven't done it we'll talk you through this one time uh the world showcase it used to be one of those things it was on the simpsons and everybody said oh my god we gotta go to epcot we got to listen to the World Showcase and learn something. Um, there's so much more to that now than there used to be. There's shops. There's food. We'll tell you how to drink around the world one time if you ever want to do it. And the mistakes that if you've never done it, uh, you probably made as a rookie. Uh, we have done it a little bit a couple uh, times. Some people can't get past Mexico. And there's a reason. Yeah. All right, But you've got to know how to play that. But that's my number three is <laughs> number the World Number three, Showcase. you know, I, I, I was sitting here just thinking about mainly Disney, and I do have one. But I'm going to go, my number three is the outlier here to Disney. It's the Dr. Zeus area at mm. Universal. Universal Island, yeah. Islands. It's Islands Is it Islands? It's in Islands. It is, as far as theming, as good as anything that I've seen uh, related to to a park anywhere. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you've got a ride. Uh, I think outside of Disney, that's going to be, and that's why I'm making it a, a third. It's almost got an honorable mention, but I'll, I'll give it a, a number three. So... All right, so that, that's not bad. Dr. Seussland and everything else, the intricacies and details of that uh, definitely would rank up there. Uh, for me, just there's so much more detail and stuff with Disney that I kind of go through. Uh, so number two, all right, for me, as far as everywhere else and that goes along with it, 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and say for me, number two is the Adventureland area, Adventureland area at Disneyland, not Disney World, Disneyland, that has a lot of extra stuff and things in it that nobody pays so, attention so to. So give them a rundown of Adventureland at Disneyland. So if you've got the stuff at Adventureland at Disneyland, you've got a more Tom Sawyer's Island, you've got Indian uh, Native American Indian canoes, you've got Big Thunder Railroad, you've got multiple extra restaurants and stuff. The Adventureland at Disney World is great. The problem with that is it's so compressed and compacted. Adventureland at Disneyland is laid out better, in well, my opinion. And, and what's interesting about that is it's is that that's the one thing at Disneyland that is larger, because Disneyland you talk about being compressed. I mean, you you wander from one section of the park to the other without realizing that you've moved anywhere, compared to like the Spoke and Compass at Disney World. Yeah. But, but that's one of the things that makes Disneyland different. All right, well, it's the original. That's part and of it. And you have a working pirate ship. I mean, not a working pirate ship, a working uh, I, a ship, a uh, basic, an yeah. old colonial uh, ship that uh, the yeah, USS a, the, yes, a Missouri. Yes, a masted ship yeah, versus if we're at Disney World, just, you've got the, the paddle wheel. But you have both, though. You have the paddle yeah, wheel you have both. You have at both. Disneyland. That's true. All right, so that's my number two. What's your number two? Possibly? My number two, and and uh, it probably, for most people, would be a number one, and just simply because it's the classic area, uh, would be the Fantasyland area at Disney World. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, it, simply because it's got the classic rides. You've got it's got all the classics. You've got you've else. got the carousel. You've got Dumbo. You've got one I won't talk about. Uh, <laughs> well, we will explain that later in another Not episode. The small world, I'll say that right now. We will explain that episode later because we will have an episode plus, of our plus best what they have added. Disney. Plus some of the, the the rides they've added in the last couple of years. Like Little Mermaid and the Seven uh, the, Dwarves. The, the Dwarves. And areas. Uh, They've added multiple restaurants uh, and stuff. Yeah. It, it, and you got Peter Pan's ride there. It, it is just a classic area. And and when you really start to enjoy <clears throat> watching kids enjoy Disney World, that's a great place to go. Now, it's also a great place to go watch people get frustrated. Oh, yeah. But but it's a, it's a fun place to be when you see kids having fun. And it's just the classic part of Disney. So I'm going to give that my number two. All right, my number one, uh, a lot of people will disagree with this, but this is my own personal opinion. Take it or leave it. Uh, I'm going back out to Disneyland for number one, and my number one is New Orleans Square at Disneyland. Yeah, we're going to agree on this one. That well, and here's, why, and here's why that's number one for us, I guess, both. You have within, and it's a very small, compressed area. There's yep. no doubt. All right, it's very small and compressed. Papa Fool's been in New the NOLA New Orleans a couple times, the original full, tried to go a couple different times, things didn't happen, whatever. But within that area, you have the two original rides, the Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean, the two original ones. You have multiple restaurants. You have uh, all different kinds of stuff with the railroad and other things literally within probably two square blocks of a downtown city limit. There is so much to do within a 100 yards of actual territory in New Orleans Square that just the first time we both the first time I went and then Papa Fool's gone back a couple times it, it's just crazy how much there is to well, do in such and a small the space. Theming, the theming is unbelievable. It, it, it is continuous and contiguous whereas if you look at where a couple of those uh, mirror image rides are at Disney World 
they're completely separate from each other. Uh, Pirates is in one part of the park, and the Haunted Mansion is in a different part of the park. And, and just the fact that they call it New Orleans Square, and, and they try to keep it consistent with everything, uh, it to me, and it is the original park, and uh, you've got the bench there that Walt would sit on every day. Uh, I just, to me, it, now, it, it can be crazy when you're out there in queue lines because they'll cross over uh, oh, yeah. and trying to get into to a couple of the attractions there. So, uh, yeah, it's funny. When we didn't talk about this before we did the, the, the cast, that uh, what our selections would be. And we had no idea, but I'm not surprised that we picked the same uh, one as our number one. No, I'm not surprised at all. It doesn't, yeah. It's really just one of those things that kind of happens and goes with it for everything else kind of in between. So that was just, you know, a couple different things that go along with some stuff that's been happening. Uh, like I said, guys, we're going to get in a lot of different stuff. You know, as long as we're alive and kicking and everything else and stuff's going the way it should be, um, we're going to be out here doing our thing here in the Fool's Force. So I hope that you guys are, number one, safe, two, happy and healthy, and hope if you listen to this, it's giving you guys just uh, a couple of minutes to kind of forget what's going on and other different kinds of things right now. Uh Again, we'll talk to you guys next week, all right, about some other things and some stuff that's going on. Appreciate you guys. Hey, wash your hands and support your restaurants with, with call in, uh, call out, take out, do that because these folks need it right now. Yeah, there's a lot of things that people need to help out uh, in a lot of different ways. So, again, thanks for listening to us, guys. Uh, check us out at Twitter, at T-B-F-O-O-L-S. That's at T-B-Fools. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on, uh, again, we're getting on iTunes soon, Radio Public, Anchor.fm. There's literally all kinds of things that we're dropping in. Every single week we're getting more and more uh, people to pick up this. So, again, I hope you guys have enjoyed it for this half hour or so. We've been able to distract you or anger you or do whatever it is we do. So coming to you from the Fool's Forest, this is the original Fool. Papa Fool. Papa Fool right here. We'll see you guys next week. Catch y'all on the flip side. Hope you like a dose of what we're laying out. All right, and talk to y'all next week.